0: Hi, good afternoon. This is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer in Lunch Podcast. Today is Mother's Day, and first I would like to uh, wish all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. And I hope uh, your sons and daughters and husbands and grandchildren treat you like you deserve. I want to give a special thanks to uh, my wife for bearing my son and raising him. Also, my uh, mother-in-law, who, who also raised uh, my wife and helped raise my son and her grandson. And uh, for the deceased, my mother, Eleanor, who is in heaven. And my grandmother, Mary, Sister Rally, is also in heaven. And uh, to all my sisters who are mothers. And all my family members and all friends that are mothers, I hope you're having a joyful and restful day. So, today is probably uh, an important day because it's also a happy Mother's Day to our spiritual mother, Mary, the Blessed Mother of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is why I'm doing this uh, Marian consecration. And it's called 33 Days to Morning Glory, and it's a do-it-yourself retreat. If you like this little uh, booklet that was prepared by Father Michael uh, Gately, you could reach Anna in uh, Miami at 305-205-2907, and be happy to send you out a, a booklet and more information. So today is day number 24 which ends in week four, which is St. John Paul II. And today's title is Mary's Retreat, Day One. During this retreat, we've been pondering in our hearts certain truths about faith that relates to the Marian consecration. One might say it's a kind of pilgrimage of faith leading up to Consecration Day. During her early life, Mary too was a kind of a retreat and pilgrimage of faith. She too pondered in her heart different truths related to the Marian consecration. After all, she had discovered them all at once her vacation to be a spiritual mother and matrix. Like us, Mary needed to walk by faith. While pondering in her heart, she too needed a time of preparation regarding her special role as our mother, Mother in Order of Grace. Because Mary's maternal meditation is so critical to a proper understanding of the Marian consecration, we're going to spread it in a few days, make it a retreat within our retreat. Well, we'll do this by pondering on Mary's retreat. In other words, we're going to accompany Mary along the way that God led to her progressive discovery, her vocation to be our spiritual mother and matriarch. In some sense, Mary's retreat began at Annunciation. By her yes to God, her fiat, she accepted her vocation to be the mother of Jesus. But she also knew that she was acquiring to call to be the spiritual mother to all Christians as well. I don't know. What I do know is the whole mystery of the Annunciation gave Mary something amazing to ponder. Something that happens to be deeply related to Marian. Consecration of entrustment. Let me put it in another way. Who was the first person to entrust himself to Mary? It wasn't St. Louis de Montfort, it was God the Father. And John Paul explains, for it must be recognized that before anyone else, it was God himself, the Eternal Father, who entrusted himself to the Virgin of Nazareth, giving her own son the mystery of the Incarnation. Mary surely marvelled at this act of humility on God's part. She must have marvelled and pondered it. She must have been begin something linking God with later one, the people He came to redeem, to follow His example. Mary had other things to ponder during her preparation, to be even more completely a mother in the order of grace. The Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, offer several points of reflection that sparked to Mary's spiritual motherhood. Take, for example, the passage of the Gospel of Mark, 331 to 35, where Mary and Jesus, cousins, are outside waiting to see Jesus. So they sent in for him and called to him. Jesus responded by asking, who is my mother and my brethren? Then, looking at those sitting around him, he says, Here are my mother and my brethren. Wherever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. In giving this response, was Jesus being a bad son? No. He was being exactly the kind of son his father wanted him to be. And at the same time, he was preparing his mother what he wanted her to be. Specifically, he was revealing the new Vatel bond of the kingdom that goes beyond the bonds of flesh. In other words, he was pondering out the primacy of a spirit of flesh, a, prim- a primacy of a supernatural of the spirit to the flesh, the primacy of the supernatural fatherhood of God. To the natural fatherhood, or motherhood of man. It is likely that Mary immediately guessed some of what Jesus was trying to teach her. After all, for years she had pondered in her heart another strange res- response of Jesus, the one he gave when she found him in the temple after three days of sorrowful searching. Did you know I must be about my father's business? Luke two forty nine. During his uh, public ministry, Jesus w- was indeed completely concerned with his father's business. Now, a key part of the business involving the preparation of his mother for a new role in the God's kingdom. Jesus knew that the dimension of the kingdom of God and the radius of the fatherhood of God, Mary's motherhood, takes on another meaning. In the words reported by Mark that we read earlier, Jesus points to this meaning. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. We can be sure that Mary ponders it in her heart and she realizes that these words are Jesus, not rejecting her but rather preparing her. Can we be sure Jesus wasn't rejecting Mary? Yes we can, even if Jesus' words will sound like he's rejecting her. They aren't. In fact, we're considering similar passages in the Gospel of Luke 11.27-28. It is clear Jesus is actually blessing his mother. In other words, the woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to Jesus, Blessed is the womb that bore you, and blessed who nursed you. Jesus responded in a similar way to read to Mark, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. At first reading this may seem like a revoke of Mary, but it's not. After all, you heard the word of God and kept it better than Mary. Nobody, Just Jesus actually blessed his mother and she would have realized it. Mary is an incredible, perceptive woman. She paid close attention to Jesus, every word and action. The subliptics of her teaching were not lost on her. She progressively came to realize the unfolding mystery of her own unique. her son grew closer to the, her eyes and spirit. Mary herself as a mother became more open to the dimensions of motherhood. Was constituted by her part besides her son. Had she not said from the very beginning, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be me according to your word. Luke 138. Proof 8. Mary continued to hear it and to ponder the word. Thus, in a sense, Mary, as mother, became the first disciple of the Son, the first to whom he would say, follow me. What joy must it have been for Jesus to have one disciple who fully understood him? What consolation in his heart to find such an attentiveness to God's will? Tomorrow we'll reflect more on Mary's attentiveness and how to lead her to discover yet another aspect of her part. Besides her son in his work of salvation, this part does not indeed involve, as John Paul wrote, a new dimension of her motherhood. Thus, at Cana, well we see she gave birth to faith of Jesus. Disciples immediately her first miracle which comes through her motherly attentiveness to human needs today's prayer come holy spirit living in mary help me be faithful to the heart and partnering the prayer as was mary amen to that and again god bless you all and god bless all the mothers of Thank you for listening to Prayer and Lunch. If you'd like to help out the charity uh, of the choice for Prayer and Lunch, it's Ariel Agar Cancer Foundation. We help families dealing with cancer and helping paying their bills. You could go online. We have a, uh, goes a link directly to our website called bills at Cancerbills.org Amen. And have a great day. Thank you.